0: Hello, and welcome to another special episode of the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast. This is the fourth series, fourth episode? I don't know, my brain just like, bleh, there. This is the fourth episode in the four-part series called Don't Tell Me What to Eat. This is your guide to practicing unconditional permission to eat and breaking your food rules to support any nutrition goal. And so we have made it to maybe my favorite episode. I probably said that in the other three episodes. And today we're going to talk about a mindful eating framework for practicing unconditional permission to eat. And so what we've learned so far, if you are just tuning in now, if you haven't heard the previous three episodes... You have learned about what unconditional permission to eat is and how it can apply to any goal, whether you're approaching fat loss, whether you're just trying to like have peace with food, whether you are training for a specific goal, you have learned to identify food rules versus guidelines and what that looks like. You've learned a little bit more about cravings and why you crave certain foods, why you don't necessarily feel out of control or like you crave other foods. And today we are going to learn a framework that can be really, really helpful. That is a framework that I teach my clients, and that is a big part, especially of my group coaching program. So, The Confident Eater is my group coaching program, and we rely a lot on this model to, to really help you delve into what mindful eating looks like in the context of your life and how you can apply that to feeling super confident in your eating habits. So let's dig in. Ah, sorry. The last thing that I will mention is there is an email accompaniment to this series. So each of the four parts or each of the four episodes has a little lesson or cheat sheet associated with it that is going to help you not just like listen to the podcast and be like, oh, great info. And then you forget it. It's going to help you listen to the podcast. so You can be like, oh, great info. And this is how I can apply it to my life. Because that is how we truly create change. So make sure that you are signed up for that. It is bitesize.ck.page slash UPE. Or just go into the show notes, click on the link there, and you will be taken to that uh, page so you can enter your email. And let's hop in. So first of all, why does mindfulness even matter when it comes to our eating habits? And so really quickly, just want to redefine mindfulness if you have not heard any of my previous mindful eating episodes. So mindfulness is really just paying attention on purpose to the present moment. And so paying attention on purpose to the present moment, why does that matter to our eating habits? Well, this can help us notice urges. This can help us respond to different stimuli rather than react. This can help you engage with your body and mind in the moment and mindfulness can take us off autopilot. So when you're on autopilot, like you're just running through the day, you miss things. You get stuck in wanting, you get stuck in sort of future mode instead of getting stuck in liking and present mode. Like how am I actually noticing the day? And so I didn't write this in my notes, but I think it can be really helpful. I'm going to take you through a mindfulness exercise right now so that you can actually notice the difference between being on autopilot and being off autopilot. And so- if you're driving, don't close your eyes. If you're walking, maybe stop. If you're sitting, you can close your eyes. So, first, I want you to close your eyes and I want you to think of four things that you can hear. All right. Now, I want you to open your eyes and I want you to notice three things that you can see. And now, I want you to keep your eyes open or close them. It's up to you. And I want you to notice two things that you can feel. So 99.9% of the people that I do this with are like, oh my gosh, I feel calmer after doing this. This is mindfulness. You have just directed your attention to what is happening in the present moment. What this also does is this can help us remove judgment in the context of our eating habits instead of thinking oh my god i'm craving pizza again i need more self control mindfulness can take that to i'm noticing that i really want some pizza why is that what what do i actually need right now am i craving comfort do i really just want the taste of like the cheesiness and the dough or am i noticing like physical hunger and i just really need some food in my belly and so In the last episode, I talked a little bit about, you know, mindlessly finishing popcorn or a bag of chips while you watch a movie. And you might think about this, like, let's say you're sitting in a movie watching, you know, watching a movie on the big screen and you just like keep putting your hand back in the popcorn bucket. And all of a sudden you get to a point where your hand hits the bottom of the popcorn bucket and you're like, wait, what happened? And that can lead to feeling kind of guilty. That can feel, lead to not feeling really satisfied with what you ate. Because you weren't actually paying attention in the moment. And so how does mindfulness actually support unconditional permission to eat is by giving yourself the opportunity to make choices, to make mindful choices about what you decide to do, and that reduces food guilt, that reduces shame, that reduces regret, because you're actually present to the choice-making process. And so what does this framework look like? There are four components to this framework, checking in, paying attention, engaging your senses, and moderating speed. And so we are going to talk about each of these parts and how you can do it. And again, if you are signed up for the emails that are associated with this podcast series, you are going to get a little cheat sheet that gives you tips for engaging in each part of these four components. Before we jump, before we (laughs) jump, I don't know what just happened there. Before we jump into breaking those four parts of the framework down, if you have enjoyed this series so far, I'm going to ask you to do two things. Very easy things. One, super easy. If you're listening to this on Spotify or Apple, please give me a rating. It is literally like you tap something. It takes two seconds, and you let me know. If you hate it, please don't give me a rating. But hopefully, you're probably not listening if you hate this. If but giving me a rating that really helps people find the show. If you're listening on Apple, you can also leave a review. I understand that takes a little bit more effort. So I'm not going to ask you to do that if you don't feel like it, but a rating, amazing. Love it. And then the second thing is to share your feedback with me so that I can continue to improve this podcast. And so that can be, if you're signed up for the email, just reply to an email. Let me know. If you follow me on Instagram. Just go ahead and shoot me a DM. Let me know like, hey, I loved it. This was my favorite part. Or, hey, I would really like to learn more about this thing. And that is so helpful for me to create better podcasts for you. And also questions. I love questions. All right, cool. So I want to also, you know, before we hop into this framework, I keep saying before we hop in, that's so annoying. Anyways, before I start discussing the framework, Depending on where you are starting from, depending on what your starting point has been through this series, all of this stuff is going to feel more or less challenging. And depending on day to day, it's going to feel more or less challenging. I have clients that we simply focus on that self check in and identifying physical sensations for a while before we move on to other things. This is, as I mentioned, a big part of the curriculum for group coaching. And often we avoid coaching, just like I can do this myself. The cool thing about coaching is it ends up saving you time in the long run. And it's like any investment. It's like this is going to really compound over time. And yeah, if you have any questions, you know I'm here for you. Anyways, framework time. So this framework is called the SAS framework. S-A-S-S. S is in Spain. A is in Apple. S is in Spain. S is in Spain. SAS. You can maybe call it the sassy framework if you want. Um, I feel silly saying that, but I've been told it fits my, my personality. So that's cool. Anyways, first, the first S is self check-in. So we want to check in with our mind and we want to check in with our bodies. You may not check in with your mind often. Totally cool. I totally understand that. So you might want to ask yourself, like, what am I thinking about right now? Where are my thoughts going? And this can be helpful, especially if you're someone that deals with cravings, just asking yourself, like, what am I thinking about right now? What is my emotional state right now? That's another bot or another mind check-in. What's my emotional state right now? What do I need right now? And trust me, once you get good at this, it takes like three seconds. So yes, at first it takes a little bit longer. You can also check in with like, how do I feel physically and how do I want to feel? You can ask yourself, what sounds good? And you can ask yourself, what aligns with my current goals and values? So that is the self-check-in. You want to do a little mind and body check-in. Next, as we start eating, we want to look at attention. Where is my focus? What am I paying attention to? And this is where I really recommend helping yourself pay attention by removing distractions. So for example, for myself, I know I will eat every meal in front of my computer if I don't actually remove myself from my computer. And so I help myself pay better attention by physically moving my body away from the thing that distracts me. Again, you can notice your thoughts. If you are someone that meditates, you probably know what it's like to notice your thoughts and let them pass. If you don't meditate, totally cool. I don't meditate. Practice mindfulness. I do not meditate. And know that it's normal and totally fine for your thoughts to kind of be all over the place. Just notice them. You don't need to get mad at yourself. Just notice that. If you've removed distractions, that can help you place attention on food and actually notice like, oh, I'm paying attention to what food feels like, what food tastes like. You also want to pay attention to your body sensations. So what does your hunger feel like? What do you feel like as you start to eat? If, you're just, if your attention sort of goes off, you can bring it back. You can bring your attention back a million times. It's totally fine if you get distracted, just bring it back. The next S is senses. So here we want to engage our senses. And this is a really cool part of mindful eating because especially one that I notice a lot is we don't look at our food and this can be really helpful for like satisfaction. So if you tend to finish eating and you're like, oh, I don't feel satisfied. I'm looking for other things. Like start looking at your food. We're often like shoveling food in our mouths while we're looking at something else. Try to look at your food before you put it in your mouth. We want to engage our sense of taste. So one thing I talk a lot about a lot with my clients is the difference between the taste of the first bite and the taste of like the 10th bite. And so this is where I, in, in my mindful eating mini course, I talk about the two bite rule. And this is where like for at least the first two bites, I say at least like this is minimum. Try to engage your senses of taste, senses of smell, looking at your food, maybe listening to like the crunch, or if there's any sounds that are associated with the food, engage those for two bites. If you get distracted and you start doing something, I'll come back, do it for two bites. And this is where we start to notice as we engage our senses that enjoying food is different than just eating more food. And so there's a big difference between noticing like the crunch and the salt and the and the butteriness of popcorn in that first bite and just cramming it into our mouths and crunching down on it while we're watching James Bond. The second S in the SAS model is speed. And I want to be clear here. You can be a slow, mindless eater. For example, when I sit and I eat my lunch in front of my computer, it might take me 30 minutes to eat my lunch but I am being incredibly mindless because I'll be like typing something and then taking a bite, typing something and then taking a bite. And we often think like, oh, I'm being productive. You're not, trust me, you are not. You will be so much more productive if you take 15 minutes to eat your lunch and then take 15 minutes to do whatever it is you were trying to do, rather than taking 30 minutes to do those two things at the same time. So again, speed is, it's more about like, moderating speed in relation to these other things, because you can eat slowly and still be mindless. And you can also eat really quickly and be mindless. And so here, there's a couple tips that can be really helpful. One is to actually chew your food because that takes time and that can slow you down and aim to not put another bite in your mouth until you finish that first bite. And that really helps with all of the other things that helps with the self-check-in. So you can check in and be like, oh, I, I am actually noticing that my body is filling up because I'm giving myself the time to notice that. It can help with attention because you might be focusing on chewing your food. So you're actually paying more attention to the food. It can help with your senses because you might notice different flavors as you bite into them. One thing that also really helps is just putting your knife and fork down between bites. And if you're someone that is time worried, so let's say you're someone that feels like time is quite short and you're like, oh my gosh, I have to eat as fast as I can. I would actually be really practical about how much time you have. So set a timer if need be. Like, let's say you think you're like, realistically, I have 10 minutes to eat. But you notice that because you're worried about, oh my gosh, I only have 10 minutes, you end up eating your entire meal in five. Like actually set a timer and use the full 10 minutes. A 10-minute meal can be so much more mindful even though you only have 10 minutes than a 20-minute meal where you're like freaking out about what time it is the whole time. So this is the SAS model for mindful eating. I'm going to send you, if you're signed up for the emails, you are gonna get a little cheat sheet with ha- which has tips for you to start practicing each step in the SAS model. Again, this is something that we work on a lot in coaching. And what you've learned over the last four episodes, I hope that one, you don't get discouraged if you're not able to practice all of them at once. It does take a lot of practice. Two, I hope that you keep trying. This stuff is really worth it. I know I spent years, years struggling with like, oh, no, no, I just can't have this food in the house. I can't, I can't. Then the minute it was around, I just felt completely out of control. I spent most of my life, like thinking that people that left dessert on their plates were like absolute psychopaths. And I can now leave dessert on my plate and be like, oh, it's fine. Like I can just eat more next time. So with all of this, I would love, again, I love your feedback. If you are curious about what a coaching process can look like or how you can integrate these things into your life in a more efficient, structured way. That is where coaching is going to be really, really helpful. I am hoping to relaunch my group coaching starting towards the end of the year, beginning of next year. So you will hear more about that. But if you were like, no, I need to get into this now. Cool, let's chat because I can guarantee you I have support that will help you no matter where you are in your journey. If you are a client of mine and you listen to this, I'm so proud of you. You are freaking awesome. Thank you for letting me be your coach. And with that, I'm going to go eat a snack. All right. See you next time.